Welcome to episode 14, everybody. If you've just joined, I'm Maria at Maria the Arcane on Instagram. And this is Robin at A Tired Witch on Instagram. Hello. Hello. <laughs> morning. Well, it's morning for us. Probably not morning for you. <laughs> it is. It's morning, morning somewhere everywhere. <laughs> So if you guys are new with us, every episode, we talk about upcoming lunar phases and kind of what that means for us. Uh, It's almost getting to a point where we're going to have to talk about the same lunar phase twice or skip a week because the upcoming new moon in Virgo happens on the 17th of September. So I don't know what we're going to do about that. We'll see. We'll see when we get there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the new moon in Virgo is a very earthy moon and a very organized moon. I don't know if you listeners are Virgos or know very many Virgos in your day-to-day life, but, uh, a Virgo has never met a list that they didn't love, (laughs) (laughs) a list that they didn't love to make. And so new moons are times for new beginnings, fresh starts, that sort of thing. And when we pair that with the earthy, pragmatic Virgo energy, it's going to be looking at energies that are fresh starts in an organized fashion. So this might be a really good time, like on a mundane level, to do some autumn cleaning. Mm. You like that? It says spring cleaning. Oh, I do. Oh, I like it. (laughs) Get get your label maker out, guys. Okay, start labeling (laughs) stuff. Get your lists ready. Um, yeah, yeah. It's just it's just going to be focusing on energies that are organized and efficient, pragmatic, and pairing that with the new moon's new you energy. Uh, it is worth Honestly, mentioning. That is a really like great moon to have before Maybon, like yeah. right before you know the second heart, you know, second yeah. harvest. So, yeah. yeah, organize your life before you go and get your corn. <laughs> uh, I like, I I honestly think I'm hilarious. Harvest, no, I think I'm hilarious and <laughs> nobody else needs to find me funny, but I will always laugh at my own jokes. <laughs> oh, oh you funny. You're so funny. <laughs> go out to the fields, guys. Get your corn and really just organize your house beforehand so when you bring the harvested corn in you just like, know where it's gonna go <laughs> it is worth mentioning though with this new moon that it's a heavy earth moon um with terms of like planetary alignment and mm-hmm. influences like saturn are probably going to make you feel a little grumpy so like you're going to be doing some angry list making and that's okay angry. just like rage lists um i can <laughs> specifically think of like three virgos right now who i know for a fact have made angry lists um <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking at you, John Tenney. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Corinne. Um, <laughs> I'm here for rageless. Just I'm not like a very rage go, listing. But um, I'm, I'm here for it. That sounds so amazing. 
<laughs> yeah, could you imagine? Um, that honestly sounds like the opposite of me in every way because I am not a list maker or organized. Oh, I am. I am. I love lists. Like, give me all the lists. <laughs> but Maria's a yeah, secret for good Virgo. rage list. I I really I do not think that I have any Virgo in my chart. I don't. Maybe. I literally don't. I don't have one piece of Virgo in my chart, and it shows. <laughs> I do have Capricorn. I mean, Capricorn's known for being pretty, you know. Listy. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe it's just that. So. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But either way, guys, break out the, the parchment paper. Let's make some <laughs> lists. Parchment paper. Well, yeah. If we're going to be harvesting <laughs> corn, we might as well get the fucking parchment out, too. The quill and ink. <laughs> Grab your sides. Come hither, children from the fields. It's, it's time for the corn lists. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna cancel myself Boy. here. <laughs> You're canceled. I'm canceled. Goodbye. Can't I'm canceled. Goodbye. Uh yeah, so anyway, long story short, everyone. Get 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 organized. You're welcome. <laughs> So, if you just started listening to us, every podcast we talk about a random tarot card. We go over the universal meaning and their own interpretations of the card. Hearing others' opinions helps beginners form their own opinions, or even those who have been practicing for a while expand their views on other meanings. This week, we're going to talk about the Ace of Swords. On this card, you see a cloud with a hand jutting out holding a sword. There's a crown on the sword and some foliage and sometimes a wreath. The universal meaning of this card is, you know, aces are about beginnings. And so it's beginnings when it comes to ideas and clarity. My own meaning goes a little deeper into it. We can all agree that you know, the sword suit is a rather difficult one. After <laughs> all, after all, the mountains on this card symbolize challenges and the streams <laughs> are the emotions we will face facing said challenges. <laughs> when this card comes up in readings, it tells me, you know, it's time to take charge when it comes to your own ideas or even your mental health. It comes up when someone has just finished an ebb in their life, especially after dealing with something really rough emotionally. Basically, mm. you are like, well, enough is enough. I'm stuck in this position and I'm ready to make some changes. It isn't going to be easy, though, even though it's a great first step to admit like, OK, it's time, you know, it's time to make these changes so things actually get better. Mm-hmm. You have to fight in order to fully overcome what you are up against. And that's why, you know, the sword is shutting out, you know, take the sword <laughs> and all and all in all, this A shows that you are ready to step into your power, and that is awesome. But to be ready to put in the work, though, in order to keep this momentum going so you can su- succeed. So, how do you view this card, Robin Deer? Um, the Ace of Swords, to me, is like a clairvoyant card. Aces, as you said, are all about new beginnings, but it's also with that new beginnings about pure potential. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's to me, this card is about the ability and reality of basically gaining really good insight to situations because swords in general are these mental cards. Right. 
Mm-hmm. And so with this newfound insight that you might have, you have this sort of power with the sword of using it for good or evil, if that makes sense. That's the pure potential. Uh, it's being able to have such po- like potential and insight that you could do anything with it. So like, let's say, Mm -hmm. for example, you find out at your job that something, I don't know, some promotions coming up, like, are you going to use that to help build up your coworker who's been working their freaking ass off and deserves that promotion and they're your friend? Or Mm -hmm. are you going to start sabotaging them so that way you get the promotion instead right it's this mm-hmm. newfound insight and you've got this sort of power and potential to use it however you want to and it's really up to you on what direction that's going to go episode we asked you guys uh for the 13th episode to go on apple music and review the podcast and ask a question so that we could answer it this time and we got a lot of amazing reviews but i think some of you guys forgot to ask your question (laughs) (laughs) this week we only actually have a couple questions that we're going to go over which they're still great questions like yeah no complaints from us um, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And and if you had no question and you just wanted to review us and you didn't forget, that's just like very intentional. Thank you. Your guys' words were really kind. We yeah. Really yeah, we totally appreciate it. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that was on purpose. Thank you. If it wasn't on purpose, I'm sorry. We missed your question. <laughs> <laughs> we do the, appreciate you, though. Yes. So very much. Very, very much. <laughs> The first question we're going to go over is, can we eat the offerings we make? Yes. <laughs> I think so, at least. Uh, I'm a, at least me, I'm a huge uh, proprietor of no waste. I don't like creating uh-huh. waste if I can avoid it. And mm-hmm. uh, there's been a lot of times in my life where I could not waste food. Because I was poor. Um, yeah. Very poor. No no food waste. Um, so, yes, you absolutely can, in my opinion, eat offerings. Uh, mm. I think it's about kind of how you eat them versus whether mm. or not you can or you can't. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, that definitely <laughs> makes sense. Um, yeah, I do agree that you can, but when it comes to like offerings for myself, I always leave them out for like a day, but give them back to nature afterwards. Um, What this means is that I give my food, uh, when I make make my food, I try to make it natural, nothing that would harm the environment and leave it in the forest so, you know, Mama Earth can do what she wants with it. And Mm -hmm. when it comes to drinks, most of the time I pour it into the earth as well. Um, Yeah, same. Just not the forest. But... Um, I do have some offerings I can't give back to like the earth. Like I do not give the diet soda um on the altar that I leave for my Why? grandma. Why? <laughs> but I do, you know. Please explain. Why can you not put diet soda in there? Is it because of the aspartame? 
Is that what it is? (laughs) It was my grandma's, like, you know, she loved it. (laughs) And, you know, chocolate is not a good, not good for a lot of animals. And I did do that on my altar for her as well. Um, so, but I do eat the chocolate, but the, um, one of the reasons why I do eat it is because my grandma and I share chocolate all the time. Like it was our thing. We would go shopping together and we'd get a whole bag of chocolate and we would split it. I mean, it's just, you know, it was just something that we did together, but I do not. Yeah. I literally do not see anything wrong with eating the food. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, you've. I, I, I know there's well, a lot I, of yeah, different religions. I fat ass it 100%. 100%. <laughs> yeah, like, there's many uh, religions 100. where you lay out an offering and you do mm-hmm. eat it. I mean, mm-hmm. when you have like a big, like when families have big Christmas dinners, it is technically an offering to the season and that, mm-hmm. and they do eat it. You know, it's just taking in what you are giving out. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, so how I do it, how I do it is, let's say I like make, I don't know, a meal like a straight up meal mm. on a plate i will leave it out for like the evening and then i'll sit down mm. at my altar and enjoy it there like have it there and it's usually cold <laughs> and you mm. know whatever but that's that's sort of the whole fucking point right um <laughs> and so yeah i i don't believe in food waste so i do eat it um but I I eat it at my altar, um, like with I, I consider eating it with the spirits or with like whoever I give it to. So sharing but I always a meal, leave it out. yeah, and I always leave it out for you know a period of time at which that it was clearly for them. So I it, the mm-hmm. meal is cold by the time I have it, if not the very next day. So stale and crusty, musty. Um, mm-hmm. But if I'm going to eat it, that's how I do it. So, yeah. And I know a lot of like in rituals, like, um, um, like let's say that someone has brought wine into their circle to share with the deity they are Mm -hmm. sharing the wine with. Um, They would at first be like, well, um, you know, deity drink from this cup. And then they themselves would be like, and then I take it into myself. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's everywhere. It's the same sort of so. thing. So long story short, you absolutely can as long as you're doing it in a respectful manner. Whether yes, that's 100%. giving it uh, back to nature or eating it at your altar, whatever way you're going to do it, as long as you're being respectful about it, you absolutely mm-hmm. can. <laughs> yes. You ready for the next question? Yeah. Okay. Where are we? So... We're going to do tarot book recommendations. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) So I haven't met a tarot book that I 100% agree with yet. (laughs) I just want to put that out there. You will not agree with every single interpretation you come across. Our interpretations Mm -hmm. are not only based on like universal meanings of the card, but also our life experiences. The more you use tarot, you'll see some patterns and consistencies. These will um, help you form your own opinions about the cards, however Uh hazy they are at first. So practice, practice, practice. I mean, build up that intuition and most of all, be honest with yourself. And when you're reading cards, because if you're not honest with yourself, I mean, Tara will put all your bullshit on display and it is up <laughs> to you to take um, to take it and do something about it. But if you mm-hmm. but let's say if I were to re- recommend some books, I would recommend Pathworking the Tarot. It not only comes with exercises um, for the cards 
Um, it also comes with interpretations, and I agree with the author on many things. I also have two guidebooks that I love. I love both the Lion's Trider decks um, guidebook and the Darkwood Tarot guidebook. While, as I said, I don't agree with them 100%, they are definitely amazing. The Lion's Trider mm-hmm. has correspondences for each card, and Darkwood Tarot focuses on shadow work. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. What books would you recommend? Well, first and foremost, as somebody who gets a question questions a lot of the time, I'm sure you do too. On well, what book mm-hmm. should I start with as a like a beginner? Mm-hmm. The Sky Alexander series, the love Modern them. Witch series, love them. Yes. Um, their book on like beginner tarot, I think, is a really good soft introduction for people that mm-hmm. are, you know, just trying to get their feet wet because it has uprights, mm-hmm. it has reversals, it has color correspondence, it has, has yes, that's no right. Meetings. She does have correspondences. And so I think it's a really great soft intro. Um, mm-hmm. I also really like kitchen table tarot. It's called like kitchen table tarot. One. Yeah, pull yeah. a chair, shuffle the cards, and let's talk tarot. It's a very oh, yeah. like straightforward and earnest approach. It, it, it mm-hmm. like like the title says right about kitchen table. It's like you know just two people chilling out in their kitchen and doing tarot. It's not this grand mysticism <laughs> and whatever. It's very <laughs> just honest, and I really like I really like that the the earnesty of that book and the other book that i'm surprised you didn't suggest is the holistic tarot book um See, i do i do like it but <laughs> there was so many things that i disagreed with the author on it kind of oh irks yeah me i mean I, de- I definitely just don't disagree with you on that at all but i like i liked the different approach to it if that makes sense. Yeah, I did yeah. too. I did like I did it's read it all. Like, yeah, I did it's take also it. It's like in. a six-inch fucking book. It's a massive text <laughs> textbook. So even if you're not going to agree with everything in it, there's still a lot to get from it. There is a lot of it's an undertaking going through that book. It reads like a textbook, and but I definitely do recommend it. Like it's definitely it gives deeper like as i said before on other podcasts um well other episodes you know get as many interpretations as you can like Mm -hmm. read as many books as you can like can i give a recommendation of a book i don't like yeah (laughs) can we do that i don't like bitty tarot i'll give one i don't like bitty tarot at all (laughs) Um, <gasps> I, 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 I know. Like them. I, yeah, uh, well, sometimes, so sometimes hard. I agree with them. Sometimes they're going to be like, "I love Biddy." I'm not a Biddy Tarot fan. Um, I think that although they have an amazing website, which is great for people that mm-hmm. you know can't afford books and stuff like that, I feel like mm-hmm. the entire approach is very love and light. Everything mm-hmm. being positive, and we all know by now my stance on toxic positivity. <laughs> And you know what? Yeah. Sometimes the tower is just the tower and it's not, you know, some amazing change within you. Like sometimes <laughs> you're just being a self-sabotaging piss baby. And like there's validity in that. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm not a fan of Biddy Tarot just in general because even though not everything is love and light and painting it with that brush, brush is not true and is very unfair of me to say. To, it is too much positivity 
for things that are just sometimes not positive for my liking. Yeah. Well, I do like Vinny Taro for their, like, upright, um, a lot, like, I definitely agree that they, like, skip over the shadow work aspects of the cards and also, you know, the whole purpose of Taro calling us out. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But I do like some of their interpretations. The cards that are upright and do mean something positive, I do like those. Um, Well, and just generally speaking, their, their keywords I've found are usually 100% on point. It's just mm-hmm. their their follow-up interpretation to me mm-hmm. is always like, oh, okay, so you're finding the fucking ray of sunshine in the thunderstorm, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, okay, this so, is the book. So, <laughs> the book I don't recommend is actually a guidebook, and it is the Wild Unknowns guidebook. Like, I if you're like going to start off... At all. <laughs> Yeah, if you I don't like start off with that deck, get a whole new like I would even start with that deck because the guidebook does not give you any interpretation whatsoever. Right. It gives you like this like mystic meaning behind the card yeah. that's like very vague and very like I don't know what the hell this means, but yeah. <laughs> Literally, uh I am not a fan of that deck at all, which is that's a story for another day. It's not for me. I know a lot of people really like it and I love that for for them i'm like 100 in the corner <laughs> if if anybody wants my copy you can probably have it if i can find it um it's and just my wife's I copy never, <laughs> i never vibed with that deck i i saw it everywhere and i was like mm-hmm. oh my god i want that deck it's so beautiful and then i got it and i was just like oh maybe not <laughs> Uh, it's not that it's not beautiful it's just i didn't buy like it is still beautiful right i'm not trying to like shit on a deck right now it's just for (laughs) me you know every deck has a different energy and i just didn't i I didn't click with it yeah especially it's not good especially not good for beginners i mean you're obviously an experienced witch and you did it in like you know true i'm obviously an experienced witch that is correct Are you listening, <laughs> listeners? I'm very experienced with so me, supreme. You guys, so if we could supreme. just get out my huge spiritual <laughs> dong really quick and just talk about it, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. Everybody listening is just like, I cannot stand this bitch. Every single time she talks, I wish she wouldn't. <laughs> 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 all uh, right next question yeah i do want to preface that this oh, question actually comes from one of our discord members because yes. i wanted to fill this in with some more questions i thought this was a great one that like people can actually like you know take something yeah, it from. Is very relevant to everybody and since we're doing questions here too why not right why not yeah, yeah. why not <laughs> what do we do to recharge when we aren't feeling like our most authentically witchy selves? You want to go first, Maria? <laughs> sure. I like, okay. If you are going through an ebb, go through the freaking ebb. The more yeah. you fight against it, you are going to burn out. You are going to feel mm-hmm. miserable. You're not going to enjoy your practice and you're going to be forcing something that you're not like enjoying which your practice while it's very important it also is meant to also be enjoyed and if you're not like wanting to do it and you're making yourself do it you're going to start to resent it and it's going to be awful but let's say you know you're just having an off day but it deep inside you know you know 
doing some spell work or something is going to make you feel better. Honestly, just like even taking a moment to step outside, put your feet in the grass and just like breathe in, breathe out and just, you know, being one with nature just for like a moment is a great way to recharge. And then also, uh-huh. <laughs> this is going to sound so stupid. I'm excited for this. Watch- you said it's dumb, so it's going to be so good. And I'm going to just die. Go. Go. And do things me. that get you, <laughs> do stuff that gets you in the witchy mood. Like, watch Practical <laughs> Magic. <laughs> go wait go watch. Get out your sexy wand and just... <laughs> No, but this is not that podcast, Robin. Let's all dial it back. I'm getting to it. One second. second. You remember those Harry Potter like vibrating like brooms that they sold, and like they had to like take them off the shelves because little little children were really riding their brooms. Um, No, this is what you don't remember that? Oh my god, this is like I was like 11 or 12, so this would have been the late 90s. when Harry Potter was like at its height, because see, mm-hmm. Daniel Radcliffe is literally the same age as me. He's like a week younger than I am. <laughs> you guys, I was very into Harry Potter as a child. Can you tell? Um, yeah, it was like a toy that <laughs> uh, was like I the totally Nimbus wasn't, 5000. Wasn't it was like the <laughs> Nimbus kidding. 5000 toy and it vibrated and they had to. T- to like it but it was like the vibrating wasn't an intentional thing it was supposed to be like feeling like you know you're going fast or whatever and little kids were putting that in their orifices they were shoving it in holes and they had to take it off the the market oh my yeah man these horny 12 year olds like (laughs) oh my yeah so well, that's what she's suggesting, guys. She says that you guys need to hop on your brooms and take it for a spin. <laughs> oh my. No, no, that's not what I was going to say. I'm going to but, send you the article for that after this, by the way, and it's going to blow your whole mind. Oh my. Well, anyways. <laughs> Watch Practical Magic. Watch, you know, witchy-ish movies that, like, mm-hmm. get you, like, in the mood to practice. Listen to music that, like, you know, makes you feel yourself and makes you, like, you know, feel energetic and, like, empowered and stuff. Um, but I think the biggest thing about like if you're not if you're just not into it you're let's say you're super stressed out and you're going through a rough patch in life um do attempt to do spell work but don't force it on yourself as i said you don't want to resent your practice that's the last thing you want to do like we all go through ebbs even in our practice the thing that makes a witch is that she know or they know that they can return to their practice at any time because no matter what, they are a witch. Like, period. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for me personally, um, it's just reminding myself who I am. So I mm-hmm. feel like our culture, like specifically our subculture, puts a lot of pressure on people without even realizing it that they need to be this fucking witch of the woods all the time and like i mean i know that like 
there's a lot of really amazing accounts out there that have these beautifully aesthetic photos and everything looks like they're constantly outside with their feet in the ground and they're in the rain and they're, you know, I don't know, like macerating to the full moon or some shit. Like it, it, they're so over the top with their photos because it's beautiful. Like because it's My a beautiful bad. thing. No, no, I I'm mean sorry. I, I do this too. Like I'm no no shade. Like it's beautiful. They're great to share these snippets of our practice in an aesthetically pleasing way. It's an amazing tool. However, it is also the internet. And like, for example, yes. Maria's most recent photo, or one of her most recent photos, where she took this stunning high priestess photo where she's looking like fucking the others came. Like, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a great fucking photo. You look like the woman in black. It's great. Uh, oh, but, but you aren't actually walking around your house with like a veil over your head no. all day and like smoke no. and stuff. I wish. So, oh, that'd yes. be awesome. <laughs> So can I say something? Yeah. Okay. I want to make this clear. I'm going through a huge creative streak right now. I am flowing. Like yeah. I feel like super creative. You this creativity I'm experiencing right now isn't gonna last forever. I'm gonna go through an ebb just like everybody freaking right. else. So that that's my whole point here is that it's a creative streak and it's wonderful and it's beautiful. But don't use somebody else's amazing creative streak as the marker for your own craft. Your craft 100%. can be to make yourself feel a little bit more witchy can be a simple little thing like stirring your coffee with a cinnamon stick. Or do that you know uh, yeah 100 yeah. uh, buying some 100%. fresh flowers for your altar that's what i do when i'm feeling like super down i go and get some like really mm-hmm. fancy shit for my altar as like an offering <laughs> um <laughs> but what what i guess i just want to stress is is that don't compare your own practice to literally anyone else like 100 percent 100%. That in and of itself can be enough to just recharge you and remind yourself that you're a fucking baddie and that, you know, your path is your own. And you, just like Maria said, you're going to have ebbs and flows and all of that is valid. All of that is fine. <laughs> and if you think other people don't go through that ebbs and flow, it's because no, they're good they at sharing <laughs> the best parts of themselves on the internet. <laughs> yes. Or that, or they have like a ton of photos saved up so that they can use it for a future date yeah i mean and and, and mind you yeah. no shade to them i fucking do that i know maria yep, does I do that it too 100 uh, that, that is a normal friggin thing and you know i have photos that i've got saved just in case i'm going through an ebb but i still want to post mm-hmm. because i want to <laughs> because mm-hmm. part of being on social media and being a person on the internet makes me happy and and i do want like i do want to say like please 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 do not judge your practice on my practice especially by just going off my photos i am a professional photographer like i take photos for you know part of my other job like i've been taking photos for the past like seven years and i've also and i've also been practicing for almost 19 years now yes i mean i think i I think I guess my biggest stress is based off of not just this question, but 
the fact that I get questions in my DMs like this all the time mm-hmm. is that just like be nice to yourself. People, one hundred percent. Witchcraft is a is a essentially a lifestyle, right? It's like yes, it's something that you um incorporate you into are. your life and yeah. you are and there isn't mm-hmm. a right or wrong way to do it per se and realistically just even if you had like an ebb for let's say a month straight right mm-hmm. you're still a witch. Yeah. you're just a witch who hasn't done active magic <laughs> and there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong you're going with through that. a stressful point i mean you're I mean, still a witch <laughs> i i I've been doing this for a very long time and I have ebbs. Mm-hmm. I mean, for fuck's sake, Maria knows about this, but like a week and a half ago or so, I went through an ebb and I was feeling really fucking shitty and down and mm-hmm. was avoiding stuff. And Maria like just took over in the Discord for me for a few days because I was going through an ebb and I needed personal space to deal with stuff going on in my own life because mm-hmm. I'm a human being at the end of the day and so are you. And that's yep. okay. 100%. <laughs> so you are not the supreme and you don't I mean, have to I be am, a supreme. Not you guys, I am the supreme <laughs> and I have abs. So, uh, <laughs> but, it, you know, it don't, don't beat yourself up and start, nope. if you're, if you're in an ebb, but you still want to feel witchy, do something really small. Pull a card and not to mention- for the week. <laughs> And if you stick. want to see something and don't think that, you know, your altar doesn't look cool enough, I want you to go all the way to the bottom of my Instagram feed and see what my <laughs> altar looked like two years ago. You're constantly uh, building. Yeah, my altar, <laughs> you know what, you can, actually, you can actually do the exact same thing because two years ago we had just moved into our house now and mm-hmm. I was trying to learn and figure out how to have an altar in a tiny space and mm-hmm. my altar was bare bones because I, I was trying to figure it out. I didn't know how I was going to have an altar in such a small space because we have a tiny home. Mm-hmm. We live in a school bus conversion, by the way, for people listening who didn't know that. Because apparently, I feel like I say this all the time, but apparently a lot of people <laughs> don't know that. I live in a tiny <laughs> home. And I was trying mm-hmm. to figure out that balance. And my altar was friggin' tiny, like, and bare bones because I was taking my own time to figure out yeah. how I wanted to have that. So, and yeah. that didn't make me any less of a hashtag aesthetic witch. It meant that I was yeah. figuring my shit out and that's valid. Yeah. And I had literally I'd just come out of the broom closet to my wife, maybe like a year or so before that. And, mm-hmm. you know, I am not a rich person. And so like I, I add stuff I'm, slowly oh. to my house. I'm and so crazy rich. to my altar. <laughs> I'm crazy rich, guys. I got money yeah. just coming out my butthole. I'm just like, oh, another $100 bill fell out of my back pocket. It's true, though. Like, and, and that's the other thing is like really important thing. Getting stuff like from outside, getting stuff from the dollar store, all that is fucking mm-hmm. valid. Like, and don't yeah. listen to anybody who tells you otherwise. <laughs> We're going off on a tangent now, but oh, yeah. yeah, I think it's important. <laughs> I think it's important. And, and really, at the end of the day, if you're feeling shitty, that's okay. Like, go through that shitty period. There's nothing wrong with that. Yep. But go walk over to that mirror. Remind yourself that you're the baddest witch in town. 
even if you're not practicing magic at this exact moment and that is okay mm-hmm. yeah agree mental health is important So, Maria, what's stirring your cauldron this week? So, well, lovelies, it's the start of spooky season, and I'm not just talking about decorations or Halloween. She is. She is. <laughs> I'm talking about the thinning of the veil, the veil between this world and the spirit world. It is around this time of year when you can honestly feel it happening i mean there is some something like electric in the air so yes if you couldn't tell the thinning of the veil is what's stirring my cauldron (laughs) for many like newer witches not necessarily witches you know newer witches to this podcast but you may be at a loss of what this actually means many witches around this time get like ghostly visitors who pass through and i'm definitely one of those stops on the spirit trail it seems (laughs) every year i get a little misty figure that stands in my kitchen they have really good energy so I always love it when they return. (laughs) The reason a lot of witches get spirits drawn to them around this time of year is that we're more receptive to their energies and we respond to them when we feel them. We don't just like ignore them. And so don't be surprised if some unexplainable things start happening around your home. I do recommend, however, making sure you are leaving out offerings like fairly often and even if it's even if it's just like a simple cup of coffee or tea and protecting your home through spell work mm-hmm. and also what's the thinning of the bell divination in general is taken to a whole other level this time mm-hmm. around and when it comes to intuitions and readings a lot of witches will thrive more so thanks to the thinning of the bell and mm-hmm. tarot readings become <laughs> I mean, they're already spot on, but they're going to become so spot on. It's freaking scary. And, Mm -hmm. you know, things like doing automatic writing comes out easier and more effortlessly and definitely taking things, um, definitely making the most out of like doing more tarot spreads and using Mm -hmm. your pendulum more often. I mean, I highly recommend because it's a lot of fun this time of year. That and back to her previous point in the beginning, which I know it was a lie. I'm sure you guys knew it was a lie, but it's also because of decorating. She loves it. This bitch already been to Michael's three times. <laughs> I'm still in the process of decorating too. I haven't found the time to like put everything up, but I it's like getting I'm throwing there. shade, but I literally there. went to Michael's the day they said they were gonna have stuff out, so <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm planning to go this weekend so <laughs> i also enjoy this time of year i think it's great um and i completely second everything maria said is you know yes use your stuff more but also make sure that you are grounding and protecting yourself um in your home just to keep out you know maybe like the gingers that stare over your wife at 3 a.m like the last episode (laughs) and that was around this time of year so keep that in mind (laughs) fucking freaky man yeah Uh, cleanse your stuff cleanse everything especially (laughs) new things cleanse it cleanse 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 don't cleanse it don't ever cleanse it you know play a little spiritual roulette um (laughs) you guys wanted chaos that's how you get it (laughs) (laughs) you want to be woken up at three o'clock in the morning 
this is what you do. Don't set an alarm. Just don't cleanse anything. (laughs) So, Robin, what is not stirring your cauldron right now? You know, I actually really struggled to pick something because things were not irritating me at all. I wasn't irritated at all. And then (laughs) the internet internet is like, "Uh, surprise, bitch, you are actually irritated. (laughs) Uh, Investing essential oils. Let's talk about that. A new thing that is going on around the internet. People telling other people to like just gobble up those essential oils. And although there are a few essential oils that are safe for a healthy person's consumption in measured quantities, that Mm -hmm. is something that should only be discussed between you and your doctor. And essential oil that might be, quote, safe to consume if it is a food grade essential oil, which just because something says food grade on it does not mean that you can put it in your food just for the just so everyone we're all on the same page here. Uh, for example, so you're saying people lie? So you're yeah, saying well, people lie to sell their project, a product? <laughs> just well, it, it, the thing is, is that food grade is a like FDA term for like the quality mm-hmm. of what goes into it. It doesn't actually mean that it's it is food. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it, it's a it's a it's a measurement um mm-hmm. word right and yeah. there have been people like like i get it you know there's all those fucking pyramid scheme moms that are like mm, put this in your guacamole and then you'll be calm um <laughs> you know you can there are some essentials that essential oils that are quote safe to consume Mm -hmm. but the thing is is that that's something you should discuss with a doctor because essential oils are the molecular breakdown it's like the atomic breakdown of a herb and because Mm -hmm. of that if you have a mild allergy let's say that you don't realize you have because it's super mild and you then consume the essential oil molecular breakdown of that um herb you could kill Mm. yourself (laughs) you could literally accidentally cause severe harm to your body that is Mm -hmm. even if it is quote a safe thing to consume in measured amounts if you have an underlying allergy you don't know about because on a just basic or regular level regular level it's very undetectable unnoticeable you could put yourself into an Mm -hmm. anaphylactic shock and cause serious issue especially if that you're not somebody who has serious allergies to begin with so you don't have an EpiPen, you could literally die um it's it's an incredibly unsafe thing to do when you don't know you know when you don't have a doctor's approval and uh, and like I said, just because it says food grade doesn't mean that it's food. Please stop eating essential oils. Please stop listening to teenagers on TikTok who tell you, oh, it'll give you a hallucinogenic effect. They're fucking oh morons. Oh my gosh. They're fucking morons. Just please TikTok's don't eat essential oils. Please don't eat essential oils, guys. Like, 
I love essential oils as much as the next person. I put them mm-hmm. in my ritual oils. There are some I diffuse because, again, it's a molecular breakdown. Some of them are incredibly mm-hmm. toxic to household pets. Yep. Um, yes, they are. Essential oils are not something to fuck with and not something to just be like, oh, yeah, like I got it from doTERRA. So actually it's safe and I'm going to put this in my soup. Like, don't do that. Like, just don't. If you need to chill out, like, just just go put some CBD oil in your stuff. (sighs) Just all I'm saying is, is before ingesting any kind of herbal anything, talk to your fucking doctor. Like, talk to your doctor. Because your doctor's probably going to say, don't also, fucking that. Yeah, agreed. And not to mention, you're putting a lot of trust in a company who probably does not have FDA approval and just you're has putting a lot of trust label. in a 17-year-old who read a fucking article <laughs> that in the 1970s, somebody ingested belladonna, which, mind you, is a poisonous herb on an essential oil level, and it gave them a hallucinogen. You're literally going to kill yourself on accident. Don't fucking do that. <laughs> So yeah, that's it's not stirring my cauldron this week. Thank you guys so much for being here on the podcast. Um, don't fucking eat essential oils. I will I will kill you myself if that's what you really want. If you really want to fuck with God that much, like I'll just do it myself. It's fine. Just call me. <laughs> Please don't actually. Please get mental health help. Um, you are yeah. worth living. Thank you. <laughs> Please. I, that was a joke. Um <laughs> last but not least if you guys are new uh every week we talk about creators that we're loving right now stuff that we think is cool that we found and on that note if you're listening to this and you're like oh my god i have something that i want them to promote just stop stop right there just hit the brakes uh, (laughs) as hard as you can do not message us at this point in time i would say maria and i have blocked at least a dozen people for doing this please don't be that guy please don't do it we hate you so much thank you um, these are people we found <laughs> organically. They're not paid promotions. Mm-hmm. They'll never be paid promotions. Stop it. <laughs> that being said, on um, that super fun note, Maria, who's your creator this week you're loving? <laughs> okay. So on Instagram, they are known as Black in the Moon. And her name is Claire. And she makes tarot decks and oracle decks and i just got the memento um memento mori oracle deck i hope i said that right i always I say it wrong but anyways memento okay. mori. great but oh my goodness this deck is gorgeous and i love it so much i want to use it like 24 7 like it's just it's, it's so, so massive for an oracle deck i don't think i've ever owned an oracle deck with this many cards like i'm really? pretty sure they're are like 78 cards like in tarot like wow. it's it's a massive deck and it's like you know it's not like love and light like oracle deck it's shadow work and all that and there's a card for everything i mean there's even a card for um 
the like chronic illness and stuff like that so wow. i thought that was really neat yeah that is really it's the plague doctor so <laughs> i pulled that one right before i had a chronic illness flare so oh, wow. yeah wow that's that's fucking rude <laughs> yeah, right but i mean the deck is beautiful and i love the illustrations and stuff like that you know it's like it's totally my taste in decks, <laughs> like dark colors, and it's it's just it's beautiful, stunning. My creator this week, I actually just got reminded of because of another creator, Witch Swap, posted mm-hmm. about them for like a three card draw, and I was like, oh my god, I forgot about this deck, and I forgot how much I love this deck. It's the mm-hmm. Earth and Bones Tarot by Alchemy Soul um Mm -hmm. on instagram and it is very similar to kind of like what you described as like you know like well not not very similar but it's bones it's bones earthen bones bones. like the name suggests and uh it's just really pretty it's got really nice earthy kind of energy and i really Mm -hmm. like it i think it's really super beautiful pretty it's yeah. super pretty. It's one that's actually been on my list for a while for myself. And then I forget about it because shiny penny, I get distracted. And um, I'll probably end up getting it at some point, but I love it. I think it's great. Very yeah, it's pretty. So it's really beautiful. I really like it. I like the colors. Yeah, like it's very, it's very Witch of the Woods vibe, and I'm here for it. <laughs> Same. We hope you guys will join us for our next episode on September 18th. It's our 15th episode, and it will be our Maybon episode with another special guest. So keep your eyes out on our Instagrams and on Twitter, and you can follow us on Twitter. It's Coffee Cauldrons for more information. Or even better, joining us on our Discord tier, which is First Coven on Patreon, so we can answer your questions next time. You'll even get to hear our sensual voices for an additional 30-minute episode (laughs) for being on our Patreon tiers, uh, casting and up. Yes. So, again, this is Coffee and Cauldrons. With Robin, at a tired witch on Instagram. And with Maria, from Maria the Arcane on Instagram. Okay, you ready to count? Ready? Yeah. (laughs) One. Ready? One. Yeah. One, two, three, three, five five witches. Witches. Oh my god. Stupid (laughs) lag.